Whatever you believe becomes your reality. This is Shana Weldon. Thank you for tuning in. It is time to elevate your life. I give guidance for you to pursue your passions and live your best life. And it's go time. Dana Sheppel has a story like no other. As a child, she grew up in many different states and moved houses a lot. And throughout her childhood, she was sexually assaulted. And at 15, she became a full-blown meth addict. And at 16, she became a single mom of one. But she's never had the victim mentality. She's strong, although she felt stuck as a kid. And after working as a manager at Starbucks right after high school, and realizing her annual salary increase would just be merely 25 cents, she realized she didn't want that life anymore. And so she began asking herself what she wanted. This question was so foreign to her, but she asked herself this almost every day. And soon after, she started her own childcare business. And now she has a resume of three businesses that she's created. She's the walking definition of turning her life around. And let's get started. You were so open in our phone call when we were talking. Mm. Um, yeah, and sharing about sharing about your background. And I think it's so interesting because when we first um, look at people, we have really no idea how they got mm -hmm. to where they are. I'm just really grateful that you shared it. And so I would like to start off by asking you how you got to where you are. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, well, I, you know, it's been a journey for sure. And like you said, we don't know anybody's story. And I was so stuck in mine, I want to say, like, I was never really a victim um, or I had the victim mentality, but I was stuck. You know, today I am a completely different person. And, you know, I read this book called The Midnight Library earlier this year, and it was incredible. And it really made me think that I've, I've had lifetimes, which going through through your life, you don't really be like, oh, I've had this lifetime. I've had four different lifetimes, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so I've been kind of four different people. And, you know, we always evolve and change and want to be like, become better. But as a child, it was pretty rough. You know, I had a pretty rough childhood. It wasn't, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, family traditions, or anything like that. It was straight up survival. And all of those things that happened to me, right? They happened to me. They aren't who I am. Between, you know, zero to about 11, I was the quiet, okay, I'll do what you say. I'll do what you want. I don't just, you know, I'll just mm -hmm. comply. And then when I had told my mom about the sexual abuse, her response to me was, well, what would you like me to do about it? And I took that kind of as a slap in the face. Like, wow. well, what would you like me to do about it? Now I know that she wasn't equipped to be able to handle that because of previous situations that happened with her. But in that moment, as wow. an 11-year-old little girl looking to your mother, like, please help me, um, <laughs> it, 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 it made me want to say F you to the entire world. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> and so I started drinking, um, started doing drugs. I started skipping school when I was in middle school. Um, and it led me to become a full-blown meth addict by the time I was 15. So yeah, so I had my daughter. I was a single, single mom at 16. I had her when I was 16. Single mom, uh, teenage mom. So all of the 
you know, the stigmas around, are you actually going to make something of yourself was over my head and coming from people, you know, people that never graduated college, that was never on the radar. It was never like, Hey, be, make something, be some, be really like, do whatever you want to do, find your passion. I didn't come from any of that. And so I had none of that. And so I, um, finished, I went back to school. I finished school on time. I graduated on time. And then I went to college because I realized that the job that I was working at as a barista manager, and I was making, I think it was 12 something an hour. And this was back in, you know, two, early 2000s. They, they said, Oh, here's a 25 cent raise. And this is the cap that you're going to get every single year. You're going to get a 25 cent raise every single year. And I said, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. So I went to school, graduated in a year and a half. Um, I loved that time of my life. I absolutely loved going to school. All these people were partying. I was with my daughter, had a job going to school. I absolutely loved that time. And then I, then I realized like that wasn't really the path I wanted to go down. Um, so I moved back home and, um, you know, since then I, I, I've been married and divorced and I vowed I would never get married again or have children ever again because it was very toxic. Um, and so I had to do a lot of healing after that whole chapter of my life as well. So that's when I say I've had all of these lifetimes, Yeah, you know, I can literally say that was a lifetime ago. When you're switching between these lifetimes, do you ask yourself, where do I want to be? How did you make a change? That's a really good question. Previously, no, it was just, it was running, right? I was, I had somebody ask me, what are you running from? And it, and it took me a while to answer. I mean, like a while, like months for me to really answer that question. And I said, you know what? I don't know if I'm running so much away from, like, I mean, you know, I'm running away from my past, but I'm not running towards anything. I'm just running. Like I'm just, I've just been running my whole life. Yeah. And so, you know, closing those chapters, it was just the state of mind of, I don't want that life anymore. And this time it's what kind of life do we want? Like, mm -hmm. what do we, like, we've been dreaming and just, what is this going to look like? And, you know, so anyway, so what I was going to say was, you know, I opened my childcare. I started my own business, not having any business background back when my daughter was a baby. And it's been five years since I've had it. And I've opened three other businesses during that time. And so now it's just, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a freelance, I'm contract work. I, you know, and so it's just like, I have so many skills and so does my husband. It's, we're just like, we'll never work for somebody else ever again in the sense of punching a clock. You tell me when I can take a lunch break, those types of things, which is yeah. scary and exciting all at the same time, yeah. you know, because you lose all of that sense of security of a guaranteed paycheck, that sort of thing. And I just want to share that with people, you know, coming from the background that I came from, you can change your life. Literally, you can change your life. You know, we're closing out this chapter of our life and we're saying, what, what do we want? And the last two years we've been dreaming and we've said, oh, we want to live in a motorhome. We want to explore and we want to take our kids everywhere. And it's happening. <laughs> that is incredible <laughs> that is incredible yeah and I like and so, I like yeah. how you say for two years you were dreaming because I feel like we're mm -hmm. not like we're taught not to do that right mm -hmm. no and no. like what a life and you're actually creating 
what you want to do and you ask yourself like what do I want which I think people really don't because people Mm -hmm. don't know what they want Um, and I really want to focus though on you making the change in your life because so many people that I know and stories that I've heard are of people who have like a certain life right it's not going super well Mm -hmm. like whether it's alcohol or drugs or something Mm -hmm. or pursuing a career that they don't want I mean there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different examples of people living life that they don't want so how exactly did you then get the life that you wanted like for the people that are listening like what specifically did you do like what can they take away so I would say if you're at a point where you don't know what you want, which is where I was when COVID, you know, I, I, I had a business coach and she asked me if you had an entire day to yourself, an entire 24 hours to yourself, you take away the titles, you take away the labels, you know, what would you do? And I had created this life around me that I was living for everybody else, including my husband and my children. I didn't know what self-care was. I didn't know what take a break was. I didn't know what, I didn't know what any of that was just, it was work, go. That's where the running part comes in. Right. (laughs) So, um, I told her, I said, I don't know. I said, I honestly do not know what I would do if I had 24 hours completely alone. And that scared the life out of me. And that is what kind of jump-started it was that question. And you know, I I said, well, I don't know what I want. I've never, I've never known what I've wanted. I've always just done the thing, go to school, get a job. I had a really good job, great benefits, all the things that you want. And I quit and they're like, well, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. So, I mean, I guess I have done this before, right? But it was not as, not as unknown, but taking that leap and saying, I don't want this anymore and I don't know what I do want, but I don't want this. Yeah. And trying to figure out and just like you said, dream and start with what you don't want and start eliminating those things from your life. And then start thinking, well, what if, you know, cause the question always is, well, what if it doesn't work out? What if it does? Like what if, you know, that's what can also shift your energy and your mindset. Yeah. What if it does work out? Like, how would I feel? What are the experiences that I'm going to take away from this? Because the only thing that's guaranteed, and I know we all know this, is that we're all going to die. And it's it, the, the, the other thing that I wanted to add to that really quick, Sheena, before we move on, is mm-hmm. it's so important of, of who you surround yourself with and who you spend the time with and who you share those dreams with um because that can be really scary too that if you share it with the wrong person they're, they're gonna crush it and they're gonna say well what if it doesn't work out or why, how why would you want to do something like that yeah it really is the people yeah it's the people that you surround yourself with that also create your view of the world and you take on theirs with um you saying how you're in the spot and then you really don't want to be there and you don't know what you do want, but you definitely know you don't want to do whatever that is. Mm-hmm. I still don't get though how you got over that because people don't and they stick with it mm-hmm. and they would rather live this life that they don't exactly want than risk it because they could potentially not get this dream life that they want. And so they won't take responsibility for their life 
and their dreams and they'll just settle. So like, how did you actually not? I think it's because I spent so much time in situations I didn't want to be in. My previous marriage, I was married for four years and it was terrible. It was awful. Um, And uh, just saying, I don't want that ever again. I never want to feel that way ever again. And you have to empower yourself, right? Nobody else is going to do it for you. You can have people that encourage you. You can have, you know, your cheerleaders. You can have your dream. Like you can have the people in your corner. When I say, you know, surround yourself with those people, but they can't make you do anything. They can't make you change your life. You Mm -hmm. have to change that in your mind. And that's when I say it doesn't happen overnight. You know, it, it happens gradually. It's making those tiny changes. It's, it's taking that first step you know, being in childcare, I, you know, we have a little boy right now and he just started walking and they don't give it up. They don't give up. Right. Like, you know, yeah, people that's say, oh, true. You, you gotta fail. You don't fail. You just give up. Right. You just, you have to keep going and making those little tiny changes. That's why I was so excited to speak with you because I see you as having the key to like actually making a change in your life. Something in you, how do you change? And It's just been, I'm really grateful to listen to how you did it. I got so much from listening to her. And I want to just summarize a little bit of what I got. And so from her, I took away that most of us are living our life for everyone else. She says, school, go, work, go. That was her running. She says, I don't know what I want. I've never known what I've wanted. I've always just went. And then she realized she didn't want that life anymore. And then she thought, well, then what do I want? Right? One of the scariest questions we can ask ourselves, because then it opens the door to something else. And we have to look at ourselves and realize that we are running. And that's really scary. And then she says, you don't fail. You just give up. And she gives the analogy of the kid walking. And how kids don't give up. They just keep going until they can eventually walk. And at some point in our lives, we lose that. And we just give up. And most of the time, we don't even know because it would be too painful to know that we've given up. Right? So I think the question to take away is, what aspect of your life are you giving up on? Thank you again to those that were listening. And if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough.